0: What's up, folks? It's your host, Matthew Anderson, back with another edition of Matt's Sport House. We're in the second half of the March, so you know what that means. It's time for March Madness, a.k.a. the Big Dance, a.k.a. the NCAA Men's Basketball Championship, if you don't watch that much basketball. But first, before we get into that, let's do a quick recap of what happened this past weekend, which was the Men's Conference Championship weekend. In the SEC, Auburn defeated Tennessee 84-64 on Sunday to give the Auburn Tigers their second Men's Basketball SEC Championship in school history. If you would have asked me before the SEC tournament who would have won it all, I would have probably said Tennessee, who was the number who at one point was the number one team in the country, or Kentucky, who is one of the best basketball programs in the NCAA, or even LSU. A little side note about LSU, their head coach is currently under suspension after the FBI caught the coach discussing potentially offering money to recruit, although this is due to illegal due to NCAA rules. But besides that, LSU had a really good year this year. They were 16-2 in the SEC, and both losses came to Florida which really sucks because that means if they would have been able to be, you would have thought that after losing to them once you would have gotten their stuff together and then won the second time but uh, this year uh florida just had their number all but anyway back to the subject auburn at the fifth seed came out on top giving them momentum heading to the ncaa tournament their first game of the tournament will be thursday against new mexico state at 1 p.m eastern now for the acc Duke had the third seed in the ACC tournament and won the whole tournament, beating Florida State 73-63. to Although Duke wasn't the first seed, it really came to no one's surprise that they won the championship, as a matter of fact, the ACC championship. As a matter of fact, the media has kind of been covering Duke nonstop this year to the point where if you only looked at headlines, you would affirm to believe Duke was the only team doing anything in the NCAA this season. They have the big names such as Zion Williamson, who's 6'7", 285 pounds. Guys, that is huge. That is a defensive lineman playing basketball that can dribble, shoot, and do everything else and puts people in those seats. And R.J. Barrett, who's going to be one of the best players in the AC, in the NCAA tournament. I feel like they believe, that Duke kind of believed, as long as they took care of business against North Carolina, the rest of the championship, they, they'd walk through it. Like I mean, I'm not saying it'd be a cakewalk, but it wasn't that the hardest game they'd had to play was going to be North Carolina. Side note, Duke lost to North Carolina twice. This year, was Zion Williamson was absent, and how about this? As soon as Zion came back, they beat him that night. He had the game-winning tip in, for what it's worth. Now for the NCAA tournament, heading into the big dance, I believe. Like that some teams are going to have a chip on their shoulder. I'm going to go ahead and list them. One is going to be Virginia because Virginia every year makes it as a top seeded team. They get knocked out early. So nobody believes in Virginia besides those Virginia Cavalier fans. They're really, probably their, like I said, their fan base, the players and the coaches. So I'm sure that coach is going to, before they run out that tunnel, he's going to be telling those guys like, hey, nobody believes in us but us. So let's go ahead and put on a show. Tennessee is another team that should have a chip on their shoulder. They got blown out in the SEC championship game, and most people thought they were going to win the SEC championship, considering at one point in the season, they had a pretty good season. They were ranked so high. So they, they're going to run a little faster. They're going to jump a little higher this week in practice just to just add something to them, just to make sure they're ready to go. Michigan lost to Michigan State in the Big Ten championship game and a close one. Michigan, one of their rivals is Michigan State. They don't like losing to them, especially when the trophy's on the line. They'll be ready to go come to the tournament and come in with a chip on their shoulder. Also, Duke Duke is at an interesting spot right now because right now they are the hunted. And so teams are going to give them their best shot every time they play. Play with full emotion, all out, diving for the balls and all that. Just because they want to beat Duke. Not to mention that Duke is a team that doesn't shoot particularly well. As a matter of fact, they're one of the worst shooting teams in the NCAA. And so what happens here is you're gonna—they're gonna have to p- dominate their style of basketball in order to make it through this tournament. A lot of people are kind of counting Duke out, not because they're not talented or anything like that, but they just don't think that their style of play can make it through all the way through the championship. And it's always hard once you're at that top to stay at the top. And Duke's arch rival, North Carolina, will for sure have a chip on their shoulder because they had an early exit to the ACC tournament. And so they're like, oh, no, that, that that's not acceptable. But I know you're going to go ahead and get I, their fan base. I know y'all going to win us a championship. I know that for a fact. They they firmly believe they'll be putting up a championship banner in Dean E. Smith Center. And that will erase their, their uh, unfortunate disappointment for the ACC champ, uh, tournament. Now, one of the best parts about March Madness is the Cinderella teams, the teams that barely make it in. Sometimes those teams have to play a play-in game. The teams that nobody really knows about, the players, it's not like when they walk on the court, you can name each one of those players. It's just like, oh, there's that team. Let's see what they can do. But those teams are usually the most hungry. And so some of my favorite Cinderella teams of history has been like the Steph Curry Davidson team. You have the high flying Florida Golf Coast guys. I remember that? I think that was like four to five years ago. Florida Golf Coast team ain't even from Florida. They just are in there balling. Nobody even knew who these guys were, but they made they knocked off a lot of key opponents. Also, you had last year's Loyola University, Chicago Ramblers. I bet you have never even heard of that school. Well, last year, they made it to the Elite Eight. That's another one of those Cinderella programs. Those guys, the stories for those guys making it there, not saying that the uh, the big-time guys don't have great stories, but these guys are guys that barely made it in the door. Now they're playing in the NCAA tournament against guys that were on those rankings that were much higher than them. So you know they're going to give everything they have. One of the interesting things about those small schools, like Loyola, is whenever they get to on TV and in front of these big audiences, because you know, the NCAA tournament is not just on TV like regular, like regular. uh, it's on apps, you can get on the, uh, what is that, the TNT app I want to say, double check me on that, you get on the TNT app, there's a March Madness app is what I mean to say, you can watch it on TV or you can watch it on your computer. A lot of times this really brings a lot of attention to these schools, like Loyola's uh, Applications And this the amount of times People click on their website Tremendously increased Last year During the NCAA tournament Where they were winning The games against the Blue Chips So this is a really big time For these programs I'm sure they'll be Looking at the numbers This year as well And so Although I'm sure The president Don't want to put pressure On these guys More than there already is He's like guys Listen this can help This university a lot So give it everything you got and This is what these guys Dream of Playing basketball In the biggest stages Against guys Who they thought They'd never be Well that they believe They'd be playing against but everybody else kind of counted them out Uh, okay now as far as the odds to win in order uh, SI has them listed that Duke is number one then it's Virginia Gonzaga North Carolina Tennessee Kentucky Michigan State Michigan in that order now some of those teams are gonna get knocked out by those Cinderella teams but right now that's who they believe have the best odds to win the championship some notable players from South Carolina that we participating include Zion Williamson the one we just talked about, the freak of nature. They'll be playing Duke. His team is Duke. In case you don't watch, that'll break this thing down. They'll be playing 7, 10 p.m. at the Colonial Life Arena. They haven't announced who they'll be playing against yet because the team that they'll be playing against still has to play a play-in game. Okay, now Zion Williamson from Spartanburg, South Carolina, in case you didn't know, and he's projected to be the number one overall pick in this year's NBA draft. Another player is Jay Morant. He is from Crestwood, South Carolina. He plays for Murray State, and Murray State will take on Marquette in the first round uh, Thursday at 4.30 Eastern. Jay Morant uh, has really been a really good player that's come on in his college career. I don't think he had one offer from the U.S. I think that was the only major Division I offer. But he chose to go to Murray State, and, I mean, it's worked out for him. He's a projected top five pick in the draft, and is being compared to NBA stars such as Russell Westbrook and De'Aaron Fox. So I mean, he's a great player, He's a high flyer. He's gonna be very interesting. I think that's an upset alert. I would love to see Murray State knock down Marquette. I'm a little bit biased because that's the hometown kid, but I love to see it happen. And I think a lot of other people believe. A lot of people in the media think that that's on, that that uh, Marquette will be on upset alert. Fun fact: uh, Dwayne Wade went to Marquette. Anyway, Devonte Shuler. Uh, the last one is the last player from South Carolina. Not the last one, the most notable last one. is gonna be Devontae Schuller. He went he's from Irmo, South Carolina. He plays for Ole Miss, and Ole Miss will take on Oklahoma in the first round of the play of the tournament Friday at 12.40 p.m. Javante Schiller is averaging 10 points a game, shooting 82% from the free throw line, which is remarkable. and has on average 32 minutes per game. So folks, go ahead and fill out your bra- your brackets. It should be an exciting weekend of college basketball. You should be glued to it. Go make sure you fill out that bracket. But you should be glued to the TV, glued to your app. If you got to go do something, pull it up on your phone, check the scores. And it's going I'm sure it's going to be another great year of the NCAA tournament in March Madness. So if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, hit me up on instagram or twitter matt the chosen one if you want to tell me that one of my points is completely off i'd love to argue with you do that on dms i don't really want to go crazy on twitter but all right see you next week with updates what happened in march madness peace